World's on fire. Our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know what, why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. Hey, pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It is time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass but we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a Coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Uh, hey, I don't know about the rest of you. You hear me okay there this morning? I don't know about the rest of you. I'm kind of glad 4th of July month is over. It started like Thursday night, right? Thursday night, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, as I was going to bed last night. My wife and I, as we were buttoning down the hatches for the night, I I was up late last night. It's almost 10 o'clock, and boom, boom, there's all all kinds of fireworks going on last night. I said, well, where, 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 who's shooting off fireworks on the 4th of July? It should have been shot off on the 1st of July or the 2nd of July or the 3rd of July. What are they doing shooting them off here on the 4th of July? But they did last night. And I have to be the only person in America who can proudly say I did not attend one fireworks display, not one. I didn't see one firework go. I heard them all. <laughs> oh, my goodness. They're all around us. A bah humbug. Is that what you're saying this morning? No, not bah humbug. Listen, it's independence. Is it okay if I tell you this? I don't feel very independent. And I'm watching everybody out celebrating the the 4th of July, whatever the heck that means, when it was Independence Day. We don't even talk about Independence Day, and we're far from independent. And I don't know if I ought to just continue to uh, take part in this facade of of independence. We're not independent. We're not free. (laughs) Come on, we don't have any liberty. Come on, man. So we have this great big celebration. It takes four days to celebrate the fact that we don't have any liberty, although nobody will, nobody will mention it. If we do have liberty, we have an equal, unequal liberty. we got the leftists who are allowed to burn down buildings and uh, blow up abortion clinics and do all the – I'm sorry, blow up uh, uh, pregnancy, pregnancy decision health centers – Allowed to, allowed to blow them up. We got, we got elected officials saying, we're not going to pay attention to the Supreme Court. We're just going to ignore them. They're not allowed to make that decision. They do that on the left. Lawlessness, because lawlessness will abound. The love of many will wax cold. And I got to tell you something. I'm, getting, I'm, I'm so up to my eyeballs, sick of it. Sick of it. Getting approval to have to do everything. Taking tax dollars away from me and spending them on who the hell knows what and where and why. And I was thinking after we finished up yesterday's show, I felt kind of guilty because it should have been a celebration of liberty. There ain't no liberty. <laughs> there isn't any liberty. There's licentiousness. That's a good word to look up, Spencer. That'd be a good one. Look it up. Licentiousness. We've got those two, uh, we've got those two confused, folks. Liberty and licentiousness. Now, Spencer's doing his best to get up to Mr. Webster and see what he tells us. Because the Bible speaks very, okay, license, L-I-C-E-N. Get it up on my screen. I'll put you through it here. Some of these things just come off the top of my head or out of my heart from the Spirit of the Lord. L-I-C-E-N-T. Licentious. There it is, licentious. 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 Using a license. Indulging freedom to excess. Unrestrained by law or morality. Loose, dissolute, as a licentious man, exceeding the limits of law or propriety. Wanton, unrestrained, as licentious desires, licentious thoughts precede licentious conduct. So licentiousness is thinking just because you're born an American, you have the right to murder unborn children. Just because you are born American, you think you have the right to make everybody except your 
particular sexual deviancy. Just because you are born American, you think that you have all these rights to do, what does it say, indulging freedom to access, unrestrained by law, morality, loose, dissolute, as a licentious man. We have screwed up in America. We are not America, the land of liberty. We are America, the land of licentiousness. Somebody will say amen. That's a mic drop. Licentiousness. Amen. 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 That's, that's what we're promoting. We're, prom- we're promoting in America. A woman can get drunk, spread her legs, accept a man's genitals inside of her, make love, create a baby, and kill it. That is licentiousness, folks. True. That's licentiousness. That's what, that's what we got. We have a government that's full of licentiousness. They can take your hard-earned tax dollars, find out some law somewhere that says they have a right to your money, and then give the money to criminals to do criminal things. Why? Because they support licentiousness. That's what it's all about. Hey, listen, friends. We are never, ever, ever, ever going to recover if Christian men and Christian women say, I will not comply. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna Amen. throw me in jail. <laughs> I ain't gonna do it. Throw me in jail. And you can throw me in jail because I'm not gonna let you do this to my grandson. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna let you get away with this horse crap with my grandson. And I'm gonna I'm gonna draw my line in the sand right here, right now, and say, I ain't doing it. Sorry, I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. Nope, not doing it. And if you can't see that because the American church is going, the American Christianity has gone away from morality and right and wrong, licentiousness rules the land. It rules the land. And what, what are we putting into positions of authority? What are we putting into positions of authority? People who are licentious on their own. They are rebelling against God-given, natural nature, the way the world works, a man and a woman create a baby. A man and a man have homosexual sex. Those are not the same thing. A man is a man with genitals. A woman is a woman with a vagina and a different set of sex organs. That woman with a vagina will never be a man, and the man with genitals will never be a woman. What is wrong with us? Church, what is wrong with us? See, we don't like a fight, do we? No, we don't like a fight because those who are hell-bent on licentiousness are in control. And those of us who should be heaven-bound on truth won't stand up and speak it because we're afraid we're going to make somebody mad. We're in a war. We're in a moral war, Amen. We're in a moral war. We're in a war over right and wrong and who will determine it. That's the war that is raging in America today. I will not call some cross-dresser who cut off his dinkle. I will not call him a woman. Amen. I don't care. 60 years in jail. Cut off my dinkle. I ain't doing it. See, the church has told you that's loving. Loving. Oh, coach, don't be so judgmental and hateful and loving. Jesus, God is love. I suppose to love our enemies. Yeah, you, you love your enemies by telling them the truth. You tell them the truth. That's how you know you love them. Amen. I was in a pretty good mood until I got down here. I was still in a pretty good mood. Still in a pretty good mood. Folks, this is where the war is raging. It's a moral war. See, we're calling it a spiritual war. By the way, is, is Craig in here today? Is Mark Trump in here today? I want somebody to explain to me this CERN, this, ha- this collider, because that thing's going wickedly evil today. Most of us don't even understand what that's all about. So I hope Trump or, or, or Craig or Mr. Zero, somebody knows what's going on, can tell me what, how, how I'm supposed to pray against this overreach of the, of the wicked one. Hey, Coach, that's today's, um, that's today's action. So Craig's going to talk about that um, when we get to good. that. Good, good, 
we'll get to it here in a second, okay? I got I got to get this off my chest. I got to get this off my chest, folks. How many how many of you just stumbled through a Fourth of July where you bit your tongue? Anybody got a sore tongue today from being around people this weekend and biting your tongue? See, I, I'm tired of biting my tongue. I'm tired. Look, they already think Uncle Dave's nuts. Why don't I just confirm it? Why, why don't I just confirm it? They smile at me. They act like they like me. As soon as I leave, they talk. Yeah, come on, you know I'm telling you the truth. You guys know I'm telling you the truth. Yeah, my own family members think I'm nuts. Well, why don't I just confirm it? <laughs> I am nuts. Why? Because I'm a peculiar person. That's what I am. And if you're in here, you must be pretty peculiar, too, to get up at Amen. 7 o'clock on, on Tuesday morning and watch. You're peculiar, too. But you're not really peculiar. You, you see what's going on. You still have the ability to think and to reason. You, you, you're, you don't trust government. You've, you've finally come out from under that one. Said, ah. You know what else? Hmm. You don't trust big religion either, do you? I don't. I don't. Uh, hey, listen, can I say it? Can I say it? Sure, I can. It's my show. I trust Franklin Graham Bell as far as I can throw him. Anybody, anybody, anybody want to get in that line with me? I, about, I, I trust Joel Osteen about as far as I can kick him. Amen. I, huh? Are you, anybody with me here today? And so, so the, listen, folks, you better, you better understand this. When the media tells you somebody's good, they ain't good. Amen. Same, same thing with his daddy. Same thing with Billy Graham. God bless Billy Graham, I guess, huh? But all the presidents loved him. He was America's pastor. And if he was America, if I was America's pastor, I'd last about a week. They'd throw me out. They wouldn't let me be America's pastor. Right? You with me? Why? Because all those, uh, uh, they, they love lies. They love lies. They're, they love licentiousness. So there's our battle. It's a spiritual war, but the, uh, the battle's over truth. What's true and what's not true? Why do you believe that and who told you? Where did they hear it from? Can they prove it? Huh? Can they? Somebody's down in my wife's. I can't get on. She was worried about me. Michelle can't get on, Spencer. Why can't Michelle get on the, on the queue? Is anybody else struggling out there? We've got 121 in here in the queue. Get Coach, it's just a from completely logging out and starting back over. Michelle, completely log out and start back over. She's trying to get in on her, on her phone. Hmm. Hey, you know what? I, here's a, I'm going to get into the – hey, Myra, I haven't forgotten you. I'm going to get, I'm going to get into the hydrant, the, the CERN thing here. Uh, was it Newton? Isaac Newton. Did, did Isaac Newton say that for every action there is an equal and opposite reaction? I think that's a law of physics. Uh, somebody a lot smarter than me. Does that law still apply? Is there still today for every action an equal and opposite reaction? Is that is that a confirmed law? I'm 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 asking. Yes. I'm just, I'm, I'm just a helmet head. So Newton's law, which one would that be? Is anybody know that for Newton's law, if I were to throw a big rock into the water, kaboom, there's an equal and opposite reaction. What happens? That water explodes. Right? So if there, if Jesus is the light of the world, then there must be dark of the world. There must be dark of the world. And so if I'm pushing back the darkness, whatever that, whatever that would mean, if darkness is something, and I don't even know how you explain darkness, but that's what this, this collider is all about, I think. I think dark matter, whatever dark matter is, right? So, folks, could it be that right now that we are in the midst of a pushing back of darkness like we have never seen in America? Could it be that darkness has pushed so hard into America that finally America is rising up and saying, Whoa! And the pushing back of the darkness is compacting it into a force more compact than it's ever been because it's getting ready to push back itself. But we know this. The darkness flees from light. We know it, right? Now, 
At what speed would darkness flee from light? We know the speed of light. I'm not a scientist. I'm just thinking. What's the speed of light? So if, if the speed of light, if light is a force and darkness is a force, and those two things come together, and there's a collision, if I understand it properly, light pushes darkness. Light, Darkness is the absence of light. So when light shows up, it pushes darkness out. What's that reaction? How would we recognize that reaction? Because when you push darkness out, you don't extinguish darkness. You simply shove it away. See, darkness, darkness is only illuminated as far as the light shines. I can turn on my light here in my $4 million studio, and it doesn't light sky high. Now, if I take my flashlight with me and I walk up sky with my flashlight, then it will push back the darkness. Then I'll be able to see. But light is contained. Light only has so much power. They tell us. So what's the reaction when I push back when light pushes against darkness? Because for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. For Newton. So what's going on in America today, I think, is some pushback. There's some light shining where he never shined before. And we are seeing, oh my goodness, we are seeing the impact. We're seeing the pushback of darkness. I know who you are. When you shove something, it shoves back, unless it's immovable. And so I believe that in the universe today, that light, you may not like this, light's getting brighter. See, darkness doesn't ever change. Folks, darkness doesn't ever change. Darkness is darkness. It is what it is. Darkness is merely the absence of light. Darkness will never, ever get stronger. It will only be strong in the absence of light. Oh, my goodness. That's what's going on. And so we talk about a rude awakening, awakening and a great awakening. See, that's, what, that's what's going on. That's what's going on. Light is waking up. Light is waking up. J- Jane uh, LeBlanc goes to school board meetings and speaks the truth, and the darkness is pushed back. But it has a reaction. It has to be held back or it's going to come back. You, I can come down here with a flashlight. I can come down into my $5 million studio with a candle, and it will illuminate the whole thing. <coughs> but as soon as I blow out the candle, darkness comes back. So there's an eternal fight. I'm not a physicist. There's an eternal struggle, if I get it right, between light and dark. And light always dispels darkness. Always. Darkness never defeats light. It's impossible. I'm heading towards CERN here. Because I don't totally get it. But I think that what we're seeing with this hat-on collider, what the heck's the thing called? Hat-on collider. They use words like that so we don't even understand what they're talking about. But they're talking about dark matter. Dark matter. Substance. Darkness has substance. Darkness takes up space. Oh, my goodness. I'm getting a revelation from the Lord. You get that? There's no such thing as an empty space. Darkness is simply a void of light. If there is no light, darkness will fill up the space. In fact, I think the natural default position of the world is dark. That's its natural default position. That's why when Jesus came in, he was called the light of the world. Because there wasn't any light. Wait a minute. Pull up Genesis 1. <clears throat> Pull up Genesis 1. It tells us that right there. Boy, this is good. I, you may not be getting it, but it's ministering to me. It's ministering to me, okay? Genesis 1. Get out an NIV out of there. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was dark. There it was. Darkness is the default position of the world. 
In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was void, was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And God said something. What did he say? Light up. Turn on the lights. And he did. And God saw that light and said, man, that's good. <laughs> I want to make some more of that stuff. That's some good stuff there. And he lit up the light, and the darkness fled. Why did the darkness flee? Because light is stronger than darkness. But it's eternal struggle. It's eternal struggle, light and dark, light and dark, light and dark, light and dark. So if you think that had on Collider, CERN, fifth-dimensional particle, dark matter, if you think that stuff's not real, you're dumber in a box of, empty box of rocks if you don't think that stuff's real. This is a... If you don't think that there are wicked men trying to tap into the deep core of darkness, dark, I'm going to say it again, darkness is the default position. Men are born into darkness. Wow, 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 wow. I'm going to, I'm going to let Myra pray, and then I, Craig or Mel or somebody a lot smarter than me talk to us all about what this is a good prayer target, by the way. Hey, hey friends. Hang on. What if this Hadron Collider opens up dark portals where dark things are hiding and they escape into this place of light? You say, well, coach, those things can't stand in this place of light. That's true. It's true they can't. They're trying to open those portals for some reason. They're trying really, really hard to find the root of darkness. Oh, boy, I felt that one. Thank you, Lord. They're looking for the root of darkness, aren't they? Hmm? Dark matter. Hey, climate change. Mr. Zero talks to us a lot. I haven't given him a lot of time on it. He talks about a grand Solar minimum, meaning in Coach Dave terms, a grand solar minimum, meaning the sun's slowly dimming. The sun is slowly getting more dim. Grand solar minimum. And a grand solar minimum, what would it cause? Why, it would cause climate change, wouldn't it? If the sun wasn't as bright and wasn't as powerful, why, that would cause some climate change, wouldn't it? And so the Luciferians, they want you to believe that this climate change, which they know is coming, is caused by cows farting and automobiles and the burning of fossil fuels. And see, they're going to be able to say, see, we told you. Here it comes. See, we told you. And it's not even that at all. It's a grand solar minimum, the dimming temporarily of the sun. We've been through them before. i got to give Craig some time to explain that. Of all the times to be alive here on July 5th, 2022, we're going to watch them turn on the most powerful machine known ever known to mankind. I think so. I think. And they're going to try to open up the portals of darkness. Folks, they're really going to try to do that today. Myron, we'll let you pray us in, and then I'm going to turn to somebody who's probably, hopefully, he's a lot smarter than me about this stuff. But, but I, I, I believe uh, for somebody just a helmet head, I think I'm pretty close to the truth of what's going on. Go ahead and pray us in, Myron. Yes, Coach, I will be honored to do so. It is written in Amos 3.7, can two walk together except be agreed? No. With a, with a lion roar in the forest, when he have no prey, with a young lion cry out his den, if he have taken nothing? Can a bird fall in a snare upon the earth, where no gain is for him? Shall one take up a snare from the earth, and take nothing at all? Shall a trumpet be brought in the city, and the people not be afraid? Shall hmm. there be evil in a city, and the Lord have not done it? Surely the Lord God will do nothing. 
but he revealing his secrets unto his servants, his prophets, Coach Dave. Jesus, you're welcome to Coach Dave Haddle, and we open our hearts to you. I release the anointing that breaks the power of evil. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, so listen, I'm not a prophet, okay? But I walk in the prophetic. Listen, folks, why do we have to take everything and give it, give it a job title? Huh? Why do, why do we have to do that? Oh, that Coach Dave, he's a prophet. I'm not a prophet. I'm walking in the prophetic. And what is the prophetic? Speaking the truth of God for God. That's what that's all that's all the prophetic is. It's, it's not future telling. It's not reading your palm. It's not reading your religious palm and telling you, oh my goodness, I see a lot of money in the future for you. What? You might as well go, you might as well go to a palm reader. Walk, walking in the prophetic is speaking the Lord's truth on behalf of the Lord. That's all. That's all the prophetic is. We've, t- we've turned it into a job title. So I see it everywhere. Apostle so and so, prophet so and so. Really, oh, God bless you. God bless you, you big phony. You're walking in a gift. It's not a title. I'm I'm cranky today. Go ahead, Lynn. Go ahead, Mel. Hey, good morning. Mr. Producer, can you pull up the LibertyActionNetwork.com and click on the red bar at the top for today's action? Craig and I um, were talking yesterday and we put together this action. If you can scroll down to the picture, um, then we'll start there. But today... By the way, way, folks, this is the Holy Spirit because I had no idea Mel Mel and Craig were working on this. See, that's walking in the prophetic. Do you see that? Uh, that's walking in the prophetic from uh, Apostle Prophet Coach Dave. Go ahead. Yeah, scroll down a little bit more, Spencer, if you would, please. So um, today at 10 o'clock, um, they're going to do that. So I'm going to hand it over to Craig. Craig, if you can ex- explain a little bit about CERN, and then after he talks, I'll walk us through the action for today. Cool. Hey, Craig. Uh, yeah. Craig. No zeros, Craig. No zeros. Go ahead. Yeah, no. Um, this all it all ties into magnetism, Coach. But it's it's about re, it's, it's it's harnessing different types of energies in one thing. So you have a pontoon boat, right? So let's say you uh, on your pontoon boat and you're going up a ri- you're going up a river against the current, right? So you have two forces in opposition to each other. But now you turn that pontoon boat and you go downstream. Well, now you got the flow of the current and you got your motor going, right? So you use less gas. What's that? You, okay. use less, you use less gas. Hey, Craig, get out of the middle of the road. Okay, I'll come back in a second. No, no. Go ahead. Bring I, it okay, okay, I'm sorry, because I'm driving here. I just turn over and shut down my truck. Um, so, uh, so that's two forces, right? Now, add a, so you have a 25 mile an hour wind behind your boat now. So now you have three forces. So you're trying to synergize three different forces and you have, you're trying to get a particular outcome. That's what CERN is doing and they're using the magnetic field to do that. Okay. And that's why when, you know, Mark sent you those mag- magnetic, uh, ley lines and why certain cities and why certain things are positioned on the earth. They are trying to synergize this energy because there's an aspect of the spiritual realm that has to do with the magnetic field. So, Craig, do, you, do you think, Craig, that some of our national leaders understand this? Uh, yeah, I think that's why they go down to Antarctica, okay, because why, right. why is Antarctica where it is? One is it's at a pole, right? So there's a lot of magnetic energy coming out of there. Two, it's cold because when you start running, all this type of issues like sun, it has to be a certain temperature, and if it gets above that, they have to shut it down. That's okay, why so, so, so Craig, all CERN is about is creating greater speed and greater energy. It's like blowing through a straw easy and hard. Would, would that be fair to say? Well, it's synergizing energy to separate the very foundation of reality, which is the atom, which has a nucleus and an electron and a proton, there's an attraction at the smallest elements of our reality. They're trying to break pieces of that apart, usurp some of it to make antimatter, okay? So they're, 
They're trying to separate things at the very smallest level. You've got to go back and think about it, because an atomic bomb is nothing but an atom splitting. How small is an atom? It's so small we can't see it. We have to infer it in a, in a, a, a magnifying uh, microscope that sees electromagnetic activity. A little teeny tiny atom that you can't see has this great, great fireball and mushroom cloud. That's the power of the smallest of smallest. So, okay, so, but so what they're trying. Go ahead. What, so tell me, what is CERN trying to do? What is they're trying, it trying, they're trying to, to do? They're, they're trying to be God. They're trying to disassemble the things of God to allow evil, dark spirits that are being held in chains of magnetic fields to come into our reality. They're trying, to, they're, they're trying to unlock things that have always been connected. They're trying to break them apart. Would that be a that's, fair assessment? That, that's a fair assessment. And they're also trying to break the veil. So what I did is I wrote something up, and maybe I'm not sure how much Mel put into the action to try to explain it, but I used examples of the Bible. What, what did Jacob do when he put his, his head on the rock? He saw an opening, Jacob's ladder. He saw an ability to go from our reality, from the first heaven to the second heaven, just like Paul was taken up to the third heaven. So he's entering into the spiritual realm that God has put a blanket over us. Now, I sent you and Marcus in about a week or two ago about a, a gentleman who had, had come in. He, it was um, uh, convex mirrors to, to uh, concave mirrors. And when he did these concave mirrors in 2015 in Tampa, he started seeing the orbs. He started seeing the spiritual realm. Remember when Elijah had his servant, and his servant was so worried, you know, there's so many against us, and he said, oh, Lord, open his eyes. And, and the servant saw his eyes, and he saw the spiritual realm around him, which is existent. We can't see it. It's no different than you going out in the middle of the woods with infrared technology at night, okay? You see all the heat signatures of the animals and stuff like that, and you can see things. Take off those infrared glasses, and it's dark. Mm -hmm. That's that's the spiritual realm, Coach. All right, okay, and that's what they're trying. They won't admit it, but that's what they're trying to tap into. Is that right, Tom? That's right, and that's why the things that I put in the action, I put in like Tom Horn. Abaddon, Apollyon, sits underneath the, count, the countries of Switzerland and Cern. They're trying to bring up Apollyon from the core of the earth to his held in there. By God's wow. decree. Well, okay, hang on. Time out, Mel. Mark Trump, give me your perspective, Mark. Come on in here. Give me your perspective. What the heck? Well, I mean, Craig had a question there. You know, what happened to the Tower of Babel? Where is CERN located? It's located in Geneva, Switzerland, and, and France, which is Baal country. That's, that's the heart of Baal. So the Hadron Collider is used to decode creation. Everything Craig says is, is exactly right. And by decoding creation, you can create. And they can't create, but they can reassemble. So I've, I've, been, I've been watching lots of uh, activity on assembling of DNA. Uh, they can write DNA that will make a drug. You take it, it rewrites your DNA, and it fixes cancer. It fixes, you know, so they've, they've determined in your DNA, Jacob's ladder, so to speak, you know, they've determined which rungs are broken for cancer. And that's just one thing. So if you think about humanity and all the traits we have, this is where cloning comes in. So the history and origins of the Hadron Collider is actually in Israel. And before 1947, all the big heads got together and they formed a Hadron Collider. And then they banned it once they realized that, that it could be used for cloning and other things. It's Berkeley been 10 University, years, Mark. It's been 10 years since the one in CERN has uh, been working. 10 years. Go ahead, Mark. Yeah, so Berkeley picked up the patent and, and did their own research. I think a bunch of the Israelis come into Berkeley and they help them create it. And then the, if you look up the Center for Longevity, Center for Longevity, each of these Center for Longevity all over the country has the ability to do uh, DNA decoding. <coughs> they use a mini Hadron Collider. 
And China is building one a hundred times the size of the one in Geneva. So, uh, Mark, hang on, sir, so Mark, hang on a second. For a dumb guy like me, yep, collider, yep. collider. Are, are, what are, are they shooting energy at each other? Are they colliding energy together, yeah. colliding atoms together? Is that what's going on? Well, good point. What what the magnetism does is it causes a vortex. So they got a spinning magnetic field, not a stationary one, but a spinning one. And then they inject atoms in it. And whenever they have this spinning magnetic field, the particles come in contact with one another and collide. And then that's what shatters them and breaks off the bosons and fermions and all of the subatomic pieces. All of that's technical stuff. What they don't tell you is other information is found in these events. And they don't know where the other information comes from. They've determined that it's not of this earth. There's Mm -hmm. atoms and, and fermions and bosons that appear, and now you need to read it. So that's where quantum computing comes in. There's so much Mark, data. This ain't, this ain't good, Mark. This ain't no, good. No, no, no. That's where quantum computing comes in and all the evil. Because what's happening here is quantum computing takes a ton of power to process the data that fast. So it's taken them years and years and years and years to make computer processing fast enough to read the data from a Hadron Collider. And that's what's been holding it up. Well, now they got quantum, quantum computing. So they have machines oh. fast enough to read more and more and more, and they're decoding life. And then they're going to reassemble it the way they want it with all these mRNA vaxes and all the different modifications that, that they're having. I've been sending Doc Goslin stuff on, on what they're doing. So, Mark, so, it, so, mm-hmm. so, so the truth of the matter is, whether we want to re- admit it or not, whether most of the world really wants to admit it or not, the scientific world, friends, believes in different dimensions. They believe, they don't not only believe, they know there are different dimensions. But the, I wonder how many people spoke about this in church on Sunday. I wonder how many people in general in America, Christians, no. have had any discussion at all on, on exactly what we're talking about here today. I'm as about as ignorant about it as, as I can be. But folks, don't misunderstand, don't miss this. The medical, the scientific community believes in different dimensions, don't they, Mark? They're busting them up. I mean, I mean, the the real concept behind this is time. And I've spoken on this before. All all of our nuclear fission and fusion, all of our nuclear reactors that make electricity, they're based on fusion and fission. Well, Well, what time is, is completely separate from mass. E is equal to MC squared. Don't, I'm not gonna get real technical, Good. But Einstein figured out if you change mass, you get energy. Mass <coughs> converted to energy is how nuclear power works. Mm, but what if you take time? E is equal to mc squared. Well, now you got a squared variable, time, speed of light squared, c squared, that you can convert to energy. So when they open these portals, they have to harness a great, 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 great amount of energy. That's what could explode and rip the earth in half. So they are opening up, whether we want to believe it or not, Mark and Craig or whoever, they are opening portals into other dimensions they know exist. They know exist, but they don't know how to do it right. And they're taking chances. Uh They're taking okay. chances. It's like opening a door and you don't know what's but what's behind door number five. You remember the game show? That's what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. Guess well, they know there's a, yeah, they know there's a door there, but they don't know what's there when they open that door. But they're going to no, go open they don't that know door. What comes through. They can't even read what comes through. There's tons and tons of data coming through into our realm, into this earth. And that's what they are not. And, and somebody said there's an equal and opposite reaction. That's 100% true. So if you're getting energy from a portal into this realm, it's either going to balance out naturally or you have to send energy through to balance that interaction out. That's the universal balance. Equal and opposite reaction, right? Yes, 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 yes. Oh, my goodness. You set off a fire. I'll say one more thing. One more quick uh, proof point. 
Can't hear you, Mark. A flight over. His pilot said he had a flight over Geneva, Switzerland. And he was a United Airlines pilot, and he said that all the pilots wanted him to take pictures over CERN. And he said, what's CERN? Why, why is there a big fuss over it? A pilot, it's a no-fly zone. United Airlines confirmed this, sitting beside me on a plane. So there's something going on with CERN and safety and airline travel. Now, why would that be a concern unless you're ripping a hole in the universe, you know, right above it? Wow. Okay. Okay. Hang on. Hang on here. Craig, I don't know if you want to get back in here or not. Folks, listen, I ain't planned any of this. <laughs> All right. And these guys are planning it behind the scenes. Hang on now. Spencer, pull up CERN. It's the second thing. Pull up CERN. The second thing. <clears throat> Folks, this is, I, I, I just did a Google search this morning. Spaced out universe may have hidden fifth dimension and new particle could unlock it. Scroll on down. This is from uh, uh, February 5th, a, a year ago. Just scroll down. We're not going to read all this. Scientists have proposed the existence of a fifth dimension. This is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. Keep going. Hmm. The, the uh, dark matter, the invisible matter. Back, back up, Spence. Dark matter, the invisible matter that makes up 27% of the universe. Dark matter is a material that scientists believe makes up almost a third of the known universe. It's never been observed by scientists because it reflects no light, makes it invisible. Astronomers only know it exists because of its effects on other objects, such as gravitational pull of galaxies. According to the European Space Agency, shine a torch in a completely dark room, and you will only see what the torch lights up. That does not mean that the room around you doesn't exist. It's just that you can't see it. Similarly, we know dark matter exists, but we've never observed it directly. It's what they're trying to do, friends. Dark matter is thought to hold galaxies together, stopping the rapidly spinning objects from being torn apart by their own gravity. It's closely linked to dark energy, another hypothetical substance, yeah, which is thought to make up 68% of the known universe. Together, that means 90% of the universe is made up of dark. Are, are you kidding me? 90% of the universe is made up of dark energy or dark man. Isn't he called the prince of darkness? Isn't he? Huh? Huh? Meaning all but 5% of the cosmos cannot be explained by modern physics. Are you kidding me? Wow. Craig, you got anything you want to throw in here? Mark? I mean, I got a bunch of hands up. Um, I, I just ask Mel, I'm not sure, did, did she use pretty much most of the stuff I sent her? Because I put links in there for people so they can do their own research on it, so they can yeah. understand the concept. So okay, maybe okay a- Mel. Mel, it sounds like you're up, Mel. All right. Yeah, so I put the links in. The links are not behaving very well, though, so you may have to cut and paste them into your browser. But what Start. I want to move <laughs> What I want to move to next is the... Um, is what we're all going to do about this. So, you know, in the format that we use. So stakeholders, if you remember when Steve Hemphill was on, he talked about remote staking. Like if you if your child doesn't let you come to their house, like you can actually remote stake things. So that's something that we could do. We could print a picture of CERN and remote stake it in that box. So for the stakeholders, that's the action item for them. For the Air Force. Um, hang, on a sec- hang on a second, Mel. Yeah. Spencer, while you're just sitting there doing nothing. See if you can find a picture of the collider, what it looks like. Go ahead, Mel. Yeah, um, there's one actually on the on the action. So um, Air Force, at 10 o'clock today, um, they're going to um, go into the warp drive. So the ecclesia of the church needs to be in agreement on one accord and come against the evil nature of this experiment and trying to rip the veil established by God. So um, be, begin, being in prayer uh, for the failure for its failure and God's mighty hand, to bring this experiment um, to not through conflict or machine failure or any means deemed appropriate by the high God to um, bring this work of the fallen to disarray. Hang on, hang on. Hey, hey, folks, these aren't religious leaders doing this, right? This isn't Billy Graham and Franklin Graham and and, uh, John MacArthur doing this, right? Pope might be involved. He and Pelosi may be involved, but this is not good. Go ahead, Mel. 
Yeah, so um, Craig gives a couple examples about how that happened before. One time it was stopped by weasels, and another one was stopped by birds. So um, it's happened before that, that it's been thwarted. And then, um, you know how we've been singing Amazing Grace at noon? Craig wants us to sing The Great I Am at 10 o'clock today. And we've got a link to a YouTube that provides the, um, the music and the lyrics. So again, you may have to cut and paste that link out of there. Um, but we're going to all join and do that today. So this is primarily an action for the stakeholders, the Air Force, and um, all of us singing. So Okay, hang on. Okay, okay. for slow learners, which I would count myself on, uh, at uh, 10 o'clock, what are we doing at 10 o'clock? So we're, we're praying, um, and then we're also singing. We're singing the song, The Great I Am. At 10 o'clock? Yeah, we should be praying really from now until 10 o'clock and through the 10 o'clock hour. And then at, at 10 o'clock specifically, we're going to sing that song. And then if anybody can print the picture and remote stake um, CERN, that would be that would be a good action item too. So we're just battling in the spiritual here against what's happening in Geneva, Switzerland. Uh, Alan Zeifer, come on in. Coach, this stuff they're doing is the same type stuff Nimrod was, was dealing with, messing with. We're back in there again. And also, Craig brought up Apollyon, uh, Apollo, that god Apollo. You do realize, Coach, that is the god, little g, of the LGBTQ. He is the homosexual deity of the LGBTQ. So it's all kind of funny how all this wraps up into what we're seeing and going through. It's all by the spirit of Antichrist what we're dealing with. One of these things is not like the other. What, 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 whatever. Rich, Rich Wallace. Yeah, D uh, Dave. I don't know if people realize this, but we got a we have a one of those um, collider things up in Baltavia, Illinois. A company called Fermilab, and they and they do similar things. And I don't know, you know, that's all I know about it. <laughs> all right. Uh, it's everywhere, right? Hey, friend, listen, friends, listen. This is what the whole global warming thing is about. There is climate change coming. Now, whether Craig, I'll let Craig do a whole program on this grand solar minimum. The power of the sun is shifting. And the power of the sun is causing climate disruptions. We see it everywhere. Plus, we see climate disruptions being done now through what? Through generated, false generated power. Rain machines, wind machines, this stuff is all being done. So what they want us to do, see, they're doing everything they can do to convince you that there isn't a God, that man can control all of this. And if you don't think that this is going on, look at the weather adaptations. That's why we need to have climate change. That's why you, that's why you're, you can't buy gasoline. That's why we got to get rid of cars. That's why we have to use electric cars. Folks, it's all Luciferian design to drag you away from the truth. That's what's going on. Reggie, come on in. Thanks, Coach. I have a couple of points I want to make just because it'll be helpful to understand how important it is that we, we, we pray in the spirit and we oppose this. So um, they actually started already. They, they did this at midnight, I think it was. So anyhow, um, also know that mass bloodshed is called for in the duration of this. So we be, need to be praying against that. Um, the psychopathic elite, they have a code and it's called revelation of method. So what that basically means in a nutshell is um, us Goyams are stupid people that are not gods. Uh, we're too stupid to recognize them telling us beforehand what they're going to do. And that's basically... Um, our problem, not theirs. So they do tell us. So there's movies wow. out there that go that they show this. Like Avengers is one of them, but there's many, many through this. So, so climate, anyhow, climate, climate change is climate change is coming, but it's not called by man and it's not called by cow farts. But climate change is coming. <laughs> so basically, with them telling us what they're going to do, it's spiritual mocking, and they uh, get away with it because we don't oppose it. That's our problem again. So um, certain dates and locations are really important. It's magic, okay? So they had already attempted this. I can't remember what date it was. And it, 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 I don't know why it failed. God, 
you know, but they bank on numerology and magic geometry and Christians and just lay people, they scoff it off as, you know, they think it's a joke, but they, one thing we have to remember is elites take it very seriously. So there's a lot of stuff going on and has been, so I don't have a, a fact, you know, I don't have proof, but I believe the, um, the meeting with the Pope, with these elites, had the, it was the beginning of the culmination to rev this up because they have to do their ritual stuff beforehand. So this is a big, important date. I knew it was coming. I didn't have a date, though. I was warned by a high elite witch. Uh, the last one failed. So this is really important that we oppose this outwardly. In, so that's, why, in that's, why both, that's why both Nancy Pelosi and Elon Musk were meeting with the Pope. There was a gathering in the Vatican, folks, last week. That's why we had that picture up of Nancy Pelosi on Monday. Was it Monday? I lost my dates. Thanks, Reggie. Randy, come on in. Yeah, Coach, don't get too distracted. Let me tell you what's going on behind the scenes. There is a quest for this quantum technology, Coach. It's uh-huh. it's rolling out so fast that they all want to own it, you know. So yeah. There are two sides to this. There always is. God is light. Okay, God is light. Our God is light. We are light bearers. The, 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 the quest is to, to get the energy to use it for nefarious purposes or for righteous purposes. Okay, it's always mm-hmm. that. So we, we can't think that, you know, God, you think he came down to the Tower of Babel and just stumbled around there and didn't know what he was going on. He knew exactly what was going on. He, he just said, no, not going to happen. Coach, this may look like it's going to roll out, but it'll melt down. It, yeah. it, it won't happen, Coach. We can fight it. I'm all in on spiritual warfare. I believe in it. I practice it, and that's how we turn it. But don't think that it's a doom and gloom thing because it no. isn't. It's going to hit off the earth like a piece of nothing. So that's, that's the right. way I look at it, Coach. And if I didn't, I, right. I wouldn't even have any hope in this. That's right, but I'm with you. I'm with you, Randy. I, you know me, man. I'm always, we're in a winner's mode, and they're going to explode themselves. That's what I think is going on. Silver and John. Coach. Grand solar minimum is a normal function of the yes. sun. Yes, I didn't, mean to, I, did, I, I, I didn't mean to insinuate that it wasn't, Silver. Okay, all right, because, I mean, that's the way it sounded like. It's something like, but and then uh, climate change is just a normal result of that. Yes. Okay. Climate change is a normal function. So it's called, uh, it's called weather. It's called weather. Yeah, weather. <laughs> sometimes it's hot. Sometimes it's not. Right. So that's what I wanted to bring up. Okay. To you. Cool. And then right Thank at the you. beginning, we were talking about uh, judgment or uh, judgment or mentals. Okay, judgmental, and we we forget of God's will. We're talking about, we can't be judgmental, right? Yes. You do have to be judgmental. We have to be. To do so. Okay. And exercise that authority. Yes. Licentiousness, right? Licentiousness. That's what we're fighting against. John Collison. Come on in, John. How you doing? Good. Hey coach. I just thought you'd get a kick out of this on today's Oswald Chambers um, devotional. The title is don't, calculate without god say that again john don't calculate without god yep that's exactly what oswald chambers uh, devotional starts <laughs> out today that's his title that's a good one don't calculate without god amen i just got a i just got a text worth re- reading i won't tell you who it is doesn't matter apollo is the father of pythias daughter formation of a satanic cult and worship center same as diana of Ephesus, and then Pythagoras, satanic cult brought to America by Albert Pike, father of son Hermes. Rod used a medical symbol. Hermes was a messenger to all gods over border crossings, sports, athletes, thieves, and trickery, and guide to the underworld. Hermes. Oh, my goodness. Why are we so stupid? Why don't we get this? Why don't we get it? Myra, come in, then Kevin. 
Coach, you're absolutely right about the prophetic and the anointing. And um, I want to thank you so much for clarifying that to me. In yeah. regard uh, to that, we read in John 2, 27, but the anointing which ye have received of him abideth in you. And ye need not that any man teach you, but as the same anointing teaches you all things, that is truth that is no lie and even as it have taught you ye shall abide in him hallelujah amen kevin come on and then keith all right coach so in, in some way shape or form a lot of this ties right in to the ancient pyramid network that was all over the globe okay and and still yep. is so yep. since since china was brought up with their Hadrian Collider that they're working on. Okay, this will be the largest one. So I was alerted last week that uh, the two largest pyramids in the world are in Xi'an, China. All right, Xi'an province. And right next to these two extremely large ancient pyramids, the Chinese are building a modern technological pyramid right next to it. So I went on Google Earth and I found it. And sure enough, it's it's almost complete. It's, it's still under construction. This thing is highly technologically advanced, and they're building it right next to it. So now there's three of them. And I have to imagine that this ties right in with their CERN project. If I can if I can pull it back up, I'll, I'll take a screenshot and send it over to you. It's very, very interesting. Keith, come on in. I think they're just going to resurrect Monty Python and Benny Hinn. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they will. Maybe that's what we need. Uh, uh, Benny Hinn's a prophet of God, though, so we have to be careful with Benny. Come on in, Mel. Yeah, there's some discussion in the chat if it's 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock. So it, you guys who are following this more closely, let me know, and I can a- adapt the action to, you know, to change to 9 o'clock if it is 9 o'clock. So. It doesn't, Mel, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Let's just set a time and do it. What time? What time is it? Let's set a time and do it. Okay. What we'll, keep we, it, what, what? we'll keep it at 10, but if it is really happening at 9, I, I wouldn't mind changing it to 9. But as far as I know from Craig, he said 10. So. 10 Eastern time. Right. 10 Eastern time. Right? Okay. Yeah. Myra. Myra. Can't hear you. Can't hear you. Yes. <laughs> In regard to licentions and the Hadron Collider, we're reading Galatians 5.19 to 21. Not the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hated, variance, emolutions, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies. And I, I agree with uh, Randy. God is in control of this. And... Um, we're going to fight for it, but we know that he's in control and Amen. our vision is in him, not in Okay, okay. Mel, Mel, give us some marching orders. Can't hear you. All right. The marching orders for the stakeholders to remote stake CERN. Um, the prayer warriors, go to the action link and specifically read through that and um, be praying about you know what that says and then at 10 o'clock we're going to sing the great i am the link is in the action and um that's the plan seems pretty simple that's the plan share it with others folks by the way some of you we still don't have your email address to put on the liberty action network team it would help us greatly if you were to give us that go ahead jack i right, just we know where the problem is I I shared what Liberty Mel sent out on the on the action plan, and to to open your mouth sometimes means to show your ignorance. Because the only person that that commented on that link was a pastor friend, and all he said was "pass." In other words, he didn't want to get involved with it, huh? Yep, and he's one of the ones that he has a, he has a partial understanding. He's been separating from the church, but he doesn't know enough to get involved with the people that are actually doing it. Unbelievable. Yeah. And, and it, well, no, it's good, man. It's an expose. 
It's an expose, folks. Look, as a football coach, I wanted to know who was a quitter before the game began. I found that out in practice. I ran them till they would puke. And I'd find out who would bend over and quit and who would continue. That's, we are in a cleansing process, a revealing process in the church right now. That's what's going on. The Lord, the Lord hey, the Lord's showing us the, puke, the pukers. No, no, no. The Lord's showing us the quitters because the other guys puked as they ran. You know what I'm telling you? The other guys puked as they ran. We're in a war. We're in a real, real spiritual war. And isn't it amazing? After all the years and years and years of lying to us and saying there's no God and we're blah, 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 they're diving into another dimension. Huh? I don't think they're as ignorant as they want us to believe they are. Hmm. 10 o'clock, get to work. See you tomorrow. God bless.